It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's November, and you know what that means, open enrollment season. The Texas Medical Association challenges new surprise billing rules in court. And as vaccines become available for kids, when will we return to normal? It's all coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Tuesday, November 2nd, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. It's November, and that means open enrollment season for Affordable Care Act health plans for 2022 is upon us. But with the lengthy special enrollment period that ran from February to August of this year, it may feel like open enrollment never really ended. Premiums are expected to come down another 3% for the average young adult buying a middle-tier plan on healthcare.gov. This is the fourth year in a row the average premium is set to decrease after a peak in 2018. Premiums are going down for a few reasons. First, the enhanced federal subsidies as part of the American Rescue Plan, which remain in effect, although they're still temporary. And secondly, increased competition. An important metric is how many markets will have just one insurer, and this year it will just be 2% of enrollees that will be in those markets, the lowest since 2016. Importantly, deductible growth is also slowing and in some cases decreasing. While reversing a trend, deductibles are still high. Median deductibles for individuals in bronze-level plans are still more than $6,900. But these same plans are also covering more care before beneficiaries hit those high deductibles, covering more primary care visits and generic drugs. Given the lower cost premiums and how much more time people have to sign up, it's very possible the country may hit new enrollment records for ACA plans. During the last special enrollment period, a record 12.2 million people signed up for coverage. A new ban on surprise billing is set to go into effect in just 60 days. But last week, the Texas Medical Association sued to stop a key provision. The No Surprises Act bans surprise billing and takes patients out of the middle of provider-insurer disputes. It instead directs providers and insurers to arbitrators if they can't come to an agreement on their own. And the rules around the dispute resolution process is what the Texas Medical Association and other provider groups are taking issue with. The Department of Health and Human Services issued an interim final rule in late September, saying that arbitrators will assume the median in-network rate for the service is the right rate. Provider groups have said this gives unfair advantages to insurers. 
The Texas Medical Association claims this is not what Congress intended when it passed the law in 2020. It claims lawmakers intended to allow arbitrators to weigh other factors that reflect fair market reimbursement and individual circumstances. The suit claims the interim final rule was issued without enough notice for stakeholders to submit comments, and the plaintiffs want the court to vacate these provisions of the law. This is the first lawsuit challenging the new regulations that have been unveiled over the last few months. Tuesday, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices will weigh in on recommendations for COVID vaccines for 5- to 11-year-olds. This follows the Food and Drug Administration's go-ahead last week. The Biden administration is already preparing for the expected green light. On Monday, White House Coronavirus Coordinator Jeff Zients said, Over the next couple of days, several million doses will start arriving at local pediatricians and family doctors' offices pharmacies, children's hospitals, community health centers, rural health clinics, and other locations. More doses will be packed and shipped and delivered each and every day over the next week or so. And more and more sites will come online as we ramp up. While cases have been declining for a few weeks, the administration is hoping to inoculate elementary school kids to head off another wave. While vaccinations will offer important protection for young kids, it will have a limited impact on COVID hospitalizations, which older, unvaccinated people are at much higher risk of. As a great piece in The Atlantic points out, while we expect COVID to become endemic, U.S. policymakers haven't identified how we return to normal and what level of COVID risk we're willing to accept. Rather, the focus to date has been on vaccinations. Vaccines are very effective at preventing severe disease and hospitalizations, but not as effective at preventing cases. Other countries like the United Kingdom and Germany are tying their national COVID policies to preventing hospitalizations rather than cases. Denmark tied its return to normal to vaccination rates among the elderly. The U.S. hasn't really picked a threshold that would trigger an end to the public health restrictions, and that leaves a lot of uncertainty as we're approaching a full two years of pandemic life. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, insurers were mixed in Monday's trading. United Health Group was down 1.4%, Cigna was up 1.2%, and Anthem was down 1.5%. The broader healthcare sector was down a little more than a tenth of a percent. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.